You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying going to take you to the 11 o'clock service at the Bethlehem Baptist Church here in Paul's Valley Oklahoma where I serve as a senior pastor we're continuing in a series, or actually finishing a series entitled B, entitled B, and today's message is entitled Be Forceful, and we'll be looking at Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 36. And now, let us get into the service where we will get into the Word. Friday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. as we fast and pray. Uh, at the revival last week, the, the pastor's uh, first message was about what? Anybody prayer. remember? was about prayer. What did he say? To pray without ceasing. Amen? Uh, so we're going to challenge us as a church to be the place that God tells us or calls us to be, a house of prayer. Amen? Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. This afternoon at uh, 3 p.m., they're feeding right after the service that they have this morning. Uh, we're going to be in fellowship with Pilgrim Baptist Church uh, for it is, it says 8 there, but it says it is night past the anniversary service today. And again, if you'd like to go and be a part of that, uh, they're going to be feeding right after the service uh, today. So, uh, you can head straight on over, and I'll be bringing the word. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen, and praise the Lord. And next Sunday, uh, we're going to host uh, Chickasaw District. It's an annual fellowship day, 
and uh, we're going to be, it's going to start at 3.30 here at the church, the program, where we're going to start eating, uh, sharing, breaking bread, 1 uh, to 3 p.m., and uh, we want to be on our best uh, hospitality gift that we have, amen? All right, amen. amen. So be praying uh, for that service as well, and also... Brother Gerald sent me a poster. Uh, there's a concert, looks like. It's going to be at Trinity Baptist Church on uh, next Sunday at 7 p.m. One voice from Dallas, uh, John Clark and Uncommon, the gift of God, the dedicated voices are going to be there. And I'll post this outside. Uh, and uh, it is at Trinity Baptist Church in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Amen. Right, amen. amen right. and praise the Lord. We're going to continue in a series today that I've entitled the B Series. The B Series, as we have been challenging uh, people uh, to be all in whom what God has called you to be. Uh, for such a time as this, and we got our inspiration from Shakespeare's Hamlet, where a man was struggling whether he should live or die, whether he should live or die. And somebody may be going through a horrible time, and you've been wrestling between uh, the concepts of whether you should live or die. And God has sent me here today to let you know God wants you to live. Amen. I said, God wants you to live. And you may be going through a Job-like experience as we learn in Sunday school. And if Job had gave up, he wouldn't have made it to his victory. Amen. He wouldn't have got double for his trouble had he gave up. And that's why we want to challenge you not to give up. But we want you to be uh, fearless. We want you to be faithful. We want you to be fierce. We want you to be courageous. And want you to be formidable. And this last message today, want you to be forceful as we look at Romans uh, chapter 8. And the message is entitled, Be Forceful. Be Forceful. Let's stand in reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying that we will stand on the word of God. I believe it's two slides there. Let's read it out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. What, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, Neither heights nor depths, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, 
Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Uh, we want to challenge you today to be forceful, to be forceful. And we can be forceful because of God's forceful presence. We can be forceful because of God's forceful persistence. We can be forceful because of God's forceful prosperity. We want Christians to know uh, that God's forceful presence in the Christian existence enables them to triumph over the trials of life. Let me say that again. God's forceful presence in uh, the Christian existence enables them to triumph over the trials of life. We're going to look at this brief video, then we'll get to the words. Hey, Ed. Hey, Tommy. Ready for the Bible study? Yeah. Did you do the homework for the Bible study? Yes. So, Tommy, look at me. Uh -huh. You answered all the questions for Romans 8, 38, and 39. Yes. Tommy. Mostly. Mostly. Well, the answer to the last question is not in the Bible. The answer to the last question, what can separate you from the love of God? It's in there. It's not in there. Yes, it is. Not in it's there. in there. It's no, in there. It's in there. I would no, not, not give you. I would not give you questions. It's not in there. No, it's not. No, it's not. Show me, Bible boy. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are your ears open? Because yeah. here it is. Are oh, you yeah. ready? Can Bro, you handle this? Can you handle yes. this? I think I deserve it. I don't think you can handle it. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Get ready. Here it is. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, it doesn't say. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It says nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you proved me right. No, you proved me right. Wait, what? Yeah, the something that you're looking for is nothing. Huh? Something is nothing. No, something is something. Something is nothing. No, nothing is nothing. Nothing is something. No, nothing is nothing and something is something, but something can't be nothing and nothing can't be something. But in here it is and it can. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want me to go in there and say nothing. Yes. Just be like, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> And the specific nothing mm -hmm. is neither and nor. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yes. Neither nor. Nothing. <laughs> yes. Nothing, neither nor. Nothing, nor, neither, nothing, neither, nothing, nor. <laughs> so I'll just go in there and not say anything. No, I want you to say something. <sighs> then what is that something? Nothing. Oh, I want to hit you. What? Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Nothing. 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 Nothing? Nothing. Yeah, but you don't know my nothing. Doesn't matter what your nothing is. No. No, your nothing is nothing. My nothing is something. I've got a past. Just last night. Doesn't matter what you did last night or what you did five years ago. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. asked you next week what pastor sermon was about I want you to tell him it was about nothing <laughs> it's about nothing because nothing can separate us from the love of God as always we like to start on the maps and uh, 
this letter was written to the Roman church and many times when we teach and preach we're right here at Jerusalem and we're right in that place where there is conflict now uh, right the backyard of Jerusalem in the Gaza Strip and they're fighting as we've said before uh, Ishmael and Isaac's relatives are still fighting to this day but ultimately, God said he was going to spread the message of the gospel from Jerusalem to Samaria and to the rest of the world. And the book of Romans uh, is that rest of the world. The book of Romans uh, was a uh, mega city back then. As a matter of fact, uh, they said that all roads led to Rome. Right. All roads led to Rome. So naturally, Paul being the kind of man that he was, he wanted to have an impact. and He wanted this message to spread to uh, all of the world. And he naturally had a desire to get to Rome, though he didn't get there the way he ultimately would plan to get there. Um, but God gave him somewhat of a Job-like experience and right. took him yeah. to Rome as a prisoner. Uh, and we see what happened from the book of Rome, Romans, uh, of the fruitfulness of his Job-like experience. And, and many times these kind of experiences in our lives are the greatest testimonies. Right. Um, that we will have. Uh, many times we glorify God in these kind of uh, trials and tribulations like no other time before. Many times people are watching and looking uh, during that time and, and God used Paul's Job life experience uh, to get the message to all the roads that led to Rome, which also these roads uh, led to the rest of the world. Today, in a message we want you to be forceful, uh, first thing we're talking about today is God's forceful presence. The text says, what then shall we say in response to these things? And if God is for us, who can be against us? And many times in these Job-like experiences, we have to realize that even when life seems to be coming against us, um, we have to remember God's forceful presence. In other words, that God would never leave us or forsake us. Matthew Perry passed away last night, and many may not know him, but he's from the show Friends. If you watch that show, Friends, you remember the theme song, which says that I'll be there for you. I'll be there for you. This text is going to challenge our belief and who God is because many times we think 
that because God is in our lives that we won't have to go through any trials. We won't have to go through any tribulations. But this text says the opposite. This text says, like Job's life, that, that all hell can be broken loose in your life, but God is stay, still there for you. Yes, everybody. And, and we got to think about that. Because many times we think God will protect us from trials. Or we want God to protect us. We've been taught wrong. Uh, oh, but this text says that he has a forceful presence in our lives. And it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? Right. It didn't say that we wouldn't go through any troubles or right. any trials or any tribulation. It just says that if God is on our side, then who can stand or be against us? In other words, that devil ain't going to not try to come and separate you from the love of God. Hello, somebody. He's not going he, to give up and trying to get you to feel that you are separated from God. And sometimes, uh, even as we've seen in Job's life in Sunday school, that the trials can get so hard that sometimes uh, we can feel forsaken, but God's forceful presence in our lives says that if God is for us, then who or what circumstance can be against us because of his love for you, that there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing. Hello, somebody. That's what this word is about this morning. It's about nothing separates you from the presence of God. But we got to let you know that you will have troubles in this life. Hello, somebody. You will have trials in this life. And the only way that you're going to have the victory over all these troubles and trials is you've got to be forceful. You've got to force yourself into believing that God is on my side. You've got to force yourself into believing that God has given me the victory in my life. He may have left, as we talked about in Sunday school, the sovereignty of God, that he allows certain things to happen to us, but oh, even though he's allowed it, oh, doesn't mean that he's separated. Even though he's allowed it, doesn't mean that he doesn't care for me because nothing can separate me from, oh, from the love of God, and that's his forceful presence. Hello, somebody. Kings, uh, first King chapter 854 says, may the, uh, may the Lord our God be with you as he was with our fathers. And it says what? May he never what? Leave us or forsake us. God never leaves us. That's what we got to realize. He never leaves us. He's right there in the doctor's report. He's right there. Yes, sir. When you get laid off. Amen. He's right there when all oh, your marriage falls apart. He's, he's right there when the cupboards are bare. He, he's, he's right there 
when your loved ones tell you to curse God and die like Sister Job. He's right there because nothing can separate us from the love of God. And if God is for us, that means that the circumstance that you're going through is a mirage. Hello, somebody. Which means it's not real. Hello, somebody. It's not real, but you say, Reverend, this pain is real. All right. Hello, somebody. And that's what gets us messed up. Because of the pain. Because of the heartache. Because of the sorrow. We can begin to think that somehow God has left us or somehow God has forsaken us. Just like old brother Joe. Hello, somebody. Just like brother Joe. But God wants us to grow stronger and more forceful in our faith to the point that we can go through anything and believe uh, that nothing can separate us from his love. It's not about his love. Hello, somebody. Oh, his love already said that Jesus died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. His love says, uh, oh, that you're not going to live forever on this earth going through trials and tribulation. His love says uh, that there's going to be a great getting up morning when the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will rise first and those of us who remain alive will be caught up in an instant in the twinkling of an eye and we shall forever be here be with him and we're going to walk the streets of gold we're going to go through those pearly gates there'll be no more dying no more crying no more sorrow no more suffering oh which means what you're going through right now is only a mirage Y'all remember that sound? Uh, these younger folk think I'm crazy. They don't know what that sound is. Back in the day, whole on television, they used to test uh, the emergency broadcast system, and then it would just be a beep. And then you hear someone say, this is a test. This is only a test. And don't you know that the pain that you're going through is a don't you know that divorce that you're going through is a boo? Don't you know that bankruptcy that you're going through is a boo? It sounds like, oh, that all the world is falling apart. It may feel like that your whole world and your whole body is falling apart, but it is just a boo. It is only a test because, oh, the word of God says, that if God is for us, then who can be against us? The word of God says that he'll never leave us or forsake us. And what you've got to do is stop believing in the lies of the devil. The devil likes to say that God don't care nothing about you. Right. Yeah. If God cared about you, you wouldn't have to go through cancer. If God cared about you, oh, you would never have in a heartache. If God cared about you, he would have never let your mama die, or your daddy die, or your child die. Oh, you're listening to the wrong people and persons in your life, the wrong inter- entities in your life. Stop listening to the devil! Right. 
And sometimes he does come and through people that we love, like Joe's wife. Why did you curse God and die? Right. Oh, you better speak back and say, oh, devil. Oh, and he said, he didn't call her the devil, but he said, you must be a foolish woman. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Shall I accept the good from God and not the bad? Hello, somebody. And then Job lets us know that sometimes in our lives, it'll be good times. And other times in our lives, it will be bad times. The death of a loved one is a bad time in our lives. But God has kept your life. Oh, he's kept a, kept your breath in your body. There are folk that have already died from what you're overcoming right now. In Jesus' name. Oh, who can separate us mm. oh, from the love of God? Nothing! Nothing. Nothing! Nothing because of God's forceful presence. And not only about that, because of God's forceful persistence. And, and here's where we need to get and understand, get deep in the word of God so that trials and tribulations uh, would not cause us uh, to backslide, would not cause us uh, to disbelief, would not cause us, uh, oh, any problems. And this is what God says. And remember, make these observations. What's the observation? Uh, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Posing the question. Right, right. And he says this, which, which on the surface is very odd to me. As I make my observation, we talk about now who can separate us from the love of God. And then he goes on to say, ask these questions. Okay. Shall trouble? Most of us believe that if God loves us, He will not allow trouble. Mm, all right. And that's the life in the pit of hell. Right. Amen. Shall hardship? Most of most of the time, we believe that if God loves us, He wouldn't allow hardship in our lives. He hello, somebody. Um, talking about love again. Shall persecution? Most of the time we think that, oh, if God loves us, we won't have to go to persecution. If God loves us, we won't have to go to famine. If God loves us, we won't have to go to nakedness. If God loves us, we won't have to go through danger. If God loves us, we won't have to go through a sword. So now we have a celestial awkward moment. It's awkward. Wait a minute, God. If you love me, you're going to protect me from all of this. If you love me. This generation called the boomers has been one of the most prosperous generation of all our times. Especially in the black community. Ah. But Pumas made a horrible mistake. Some Boomers made a horrible mistake with their children. All right. Because they didn't want their children to go through the same horrible stuff that they went through. And as a result, we have a generation of children who feel entitled. Right. 
who feel like they don't have to work for it, that it's just going to be given to them. Hello, somebody. Who, who feel like they don't need to leave home, they can stay at home with mama and dad. Hello, somebody. It is the most entitled generation because all oh, the boomers decided to, to love their children and to protect them from trouble, to protect them from hardship, to protect them from persecution, to protect them from famine, to protect them from nakedness, oh, to protect them from dangers and to protect them from sun. And as a result, we have a generation of children who cannot survive in the real world because of their parents' love did not prepare them to live in the real world. And as a result, they're not prepared for this time because that kind of love enables, entitles. Oh, and God says, I'm not even gonna ruin my children. Hello, somebody. I want them to be ready for whatever the devil has to throw at them. I want them to have a, a solid sense of persistence to know that everything ain't going to be easy in this life. And as we show, because I do love you, I'm going to allow you to have some troubles sometimes. Because I do love you, I'm going to allow you to have some hardships at times. I'm going to allow you to be persecuted at times. I'm going to allow you to have famines at times. Woo! That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. So that's why we have a lot of mamby-clamby Christians uh, who have turned away from God. Uh, oh, when COVID happened, all oh, these mamby-clamby Christians uh, oh, came up uh, on God and ran from the church uh, and didn't even want to die to get to heaven. Hello, somebody. And that's why we got to get rid of this false theology, this prosperity and preaching and teaching that God is going to protect you from everything. The text says, uh, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Hello, somebody. And he says that what? Shall trouble. You're going to go through trouble, but you won't be separated. You're going to go through hardship, but you won't be separated. You're going to go through persecution, but you won't be separated. Oh, you're going to go through famine. I like to call that a forced fast. Oh, but you won't be separated. You're going to go through nakedness. I was meddling my wife about when I was growing up, how you know, we was poor, and one of the things that we did is because uh, we didn't have that many clothes, we would wear our neighbor's kids' clothes, and we would swap them. Hello, somebody. And I said, I was my wife, I said, oh, you don't know nothing about that, do you? <laughs> if we didn't have that many clothes, Hello, somebody. Some of y'all are the same way. Amen. Hello, somebody. That's why you are who you are today. Because of famine. I had one testimony from one of us in the sanctuary. And they got so hungry, they had to try to eat grass. Right. Hello, right. Yeah. 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 Woo-wee. 
Ah, guess what? They still alive today. Right. Hello, somebody. There were times in my life when I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. But I'm still alive today. And the doctor said, you're getting too big. Lose weight. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God's forceful persistence says that I will be with you in the time of trouble. And as a result, you can be forceful in the time of trouble. You can continue to believe. You can continue to have hope. You can continue to have faith. Oh, because you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name. Hello, somebody. So, so this is what Isaiah said. Go ahead and devise a plan. But it will be what? State a proposal. But, but, but what? But it will not happen because of what? For God is with us. Folk have come and planning against you. Hells, they done had a meeting and then they invite you to the meeting because they were planning to come against you. Oh, folk have stated a proposal. Oh, they done wrote it down. Hello, somebody is stating a proposal against you at work. But God says, oh, that it's not going to happen for what? For God is with us. We all know that text. That text says about something forming against you. What y'all know that text? No weapon. No weapon what? Formed against you shall prosper. And that's what he's saying here. But what we really wanted to read is. No weapon will fall. Oh, right. yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> we want to just make it. Hello, somebody. We want to feel entitled. But that's not the way the real world works. Is there will be weapons formed against you. But guess what? Isaiah said it won't prosper. Hello, somebody. Devise the plan. State the proposal. But it won't happen. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. The thing that's formed against you, that seems like it's about to take your life, God says nothing can separate you from his love, and he's going to be with you all through it all. Yes, Lord. Y'all remember that song we used to sing back in the day? Yeah. Probably back in the day when uh, Katie Davis was here. Ah, you singing through it all. Right, yeah, that's right. I can't sing, sister, but I try. <laughs> Through it all, I've learned to what? And I've learned. Through it all. He didn't say we wouldn't go through. It says that through it all. In Jesus' name, God says today, I am with you through it all. Your trials, your tribulations, your tears, your fears. I am with you through it all because, oh, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. In Christ Jesus, my last point, Lisa, keeps us too long. God wants you to be forceful. 
Be powerful during this time. Know that God is on your side. Be like old brother David. David came up against the problem and began to talk noise to the problem. Uh, and ask questions about what will be done to solve the problem. He, he was being forceful. And that's what God wants you to be. Because God says today in this text, once again, that I am convinced that neither was death. Anybody experience death? Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. You said, preacher, my biggest problem is not death. My problem is life. He said, neither death nor life. Hello, somebody. No angels nor demons. And I will talk about that at the 3 o'clock service about demons. Ah, uh, neither what the presence. Hello, somebody. This time, it seems like it's falling apart. It seems like our world is falling apart. Nor the future. And many times when the present is not going well, we look sadly uh, towards the future and think that today is going to be, oh, tomorrow is going to be worse uh, than today. Uh, nor any powers, anything that is powerful that's coming against you, nor any heights, uh, oh, the mountaintop experiences in life, nor death. Uh, are you in the valley? David says, uh, yeah, you know, I walk uh, through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, oh, nor death, nor anything else. In all of creation, it says what? Oh, we'll be able to do what? Separate us from what? That love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord God says today, oh, what you're going through, you may feel forsaken. Oh, you may have allowed the pain, oh, the cause it to affect your theology and your neology. You may not be praying like you should pray, but God says in the midst of it all and that through it all, oh, you got to learn to trust in Jesus. You got to learn to trust in God through it all. Oh, through uh, on the mountaintop or uh, in the valley, through it all, you've got to learn about God's forceful prosperity because nothing can separate us from the love of God. Pop test before I end. What was this sermon about? Nothing. <laughs> Y'all was listening. <laughs> it's about nothing. Now you go out and conquer the world with nothing. Hello, somebody. All eyes closed, heads about saints of praying. Who want to tell you about this nothing? The Bible says, Use that same Greek word for love that we've been talking about in the text of God. Nothing can separate us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're here today and you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, I want you to slip out of your seat and come right now and say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I, I want this nothing that you're talking about. I, I want this nothing that you're talking about. 
that can help me and can save me. I need this nothing in my life. Sit by seat right now. Now, ultimately, we know that people who are in the church today may be saved already. Folk who come to church in the rain probably saved. Hello, somebody. But just in case, just in case you're here today, you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want you to slip out of your seat right now. Come forward in Jesus' name. Is there one? Is there one who want to be forceful? I'm saying I'm tired of life. persecuting me and me not having the victory. Is there one? I'm not going to tarry long because I'm out of time. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place after the preach preach i want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior and you need a church home again i want to thank you for listening to a word from the lord again visit our website at awftl with dr michael kimberly eton.org get to know our vision and also there you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, awftl with Pastor Michael, Kimberly, Eton.org. 
We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.